We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down at the group? Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com where we are liberty over security, <clears throat> principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I sure would like it if somebody could bring me some water. That would be really, really awesome because all of a sudden my throat has just ah, seized up and I can't even speak. <coughs> this is Sunny. Oh, this is refreshing. Everybody's seen Sunny. You guys know Sunny. She's been with me before. <coughs> Sorry about that. Everybody's <laughs> like, hey, Sunny. <laughs> How are you? Hey, I've got some really cool um, video of Sunny to share with you guys today. Uh, we're running a little late today, which is why um, you uh, we're a little bit discombobulated. <laughs> Things are a little bit out of out of whack, out of control. But hey, oh, Dragon's Talon for the Chris Ann and Cuff, Sunny Coffee Fund. Thank you for that grant super oh, chat. Maybe perfect. get me all of uh, back online. And look, somebody likes your shirt, Sunny. Amazon. 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 Somebody might get triggered if you start talking about Amazon. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and start off with my video that I wanted to show you of Sunny. So Sunny is not just simply a co-host with me every now and again, who has, by the way, a beautiful collection of Hawaiian style shirts. shirts. Are they actually called Hawaiian shirts? Are they called like the old man on the beach shirt? No, or I, <laughs> I just type Hawaiian shirt into Amazon and they come right up. Yeah. So mm -hmm. here we go. We're going to do um, this video. She is multi-talented. And I'll put it up here for you. 
There we go. All right. We'll put it on the big screen for everybody. How's that? Oh, wow. Oh, you know what I have to do? I have to hit Give them the, a little context. I have to hit that oh. before we do that. Okay. All right. So the context in here is this. Uh, we had a banquet for River School of Government. Those of you who know that JC and I are professors at the River School of Government. And we had our annual banquet, which is an end-of-the-year banquet where all the students get together. And the theme of the banquet was the River Derby. And so it was kind of like a Kentucky Derby theme. So everybody dressed up in Kentucky Derby dress. I should show the JC, the picture of JC. Oh. Yeah, you should yeah, show yeah. the picture. Yeah, that, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna show this. that. Yeah, show I'll show you that. That's for sure. Because JC was styling and profiling. Oh yeah. <laughs> he more I, than that. I, I may be biased, Sonny, but I think he was probably the best dressed guy there. Yeah. You probably can't say that out loud, well. but <laughs> I think he was. But anyway, here's Sonny. Sonny money multi-talented. And she is singing. She also emceed the event, but she is singing in these amazing green shoes. <laughs> uh, God bless America. So here's Sunny singing God bless America. I really hope you do. Please sing along with me. God bless America. such a great job and I was like Sonny I hadn't even known <laughs> I hadn't even known. well I knew because Sonny um Sonny is an on-Broadway star as well uh so we've uh I've seen clips of Sonny acting on stage and singing in Oklahoma my favorite show yes, Oklahoma Oklahoma 
And so that's that's I just wanted to share a little bit of Sunny. Sunny's oh. online debut. My yeah, that was like my big your big this moment. Could have been my big break. Anyone big could break. be watching. <laughs> Someone might sign me. I know, right? <laughs> that'd be, yeah, that'd be interesting. You have to let me know if it comes off the show. Hey, I wanted to <laughs> share this guy, this with you. You know, we are, I, I'm going to start calling these things Instagram moments. Um, Look at this. If you guys think that anything to do with masks had anything to do with health, uh, this should put an end to this. So David Hogg tweets out, I feel the need to continue wearing my mask outside, even though I'm fully vaccinated, because the inconvenience of having to wear a mask is more than worth it to have people not think I'm a conservative. And then some nincompoop underneath says, I was just thinking the same thing, went to a nursery to buy plants and didn't want anybody to think I was a Republican. So the mask went on. (laughs) So these people are such political idiots that they can't even think independently. (laughs) They can't even be free from a mask because they're afraid somebody else might think that they're a, a Republican, Republican or a conservative even. God, God, God forbid, forbid yeah. they be a conservative. Hey, Sonny, I'm kind of proud that David Hogg doesn't want to be in the same group I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that seriously makes me think that I'm in the right group. If I'm in, the, if I'm in a group that David Hogg does not want to be in, I'm probably in a right group <laughs> or at least partially on that way. Anyway, this is also something that I shared from Instagram just because those of you who are Chris Ann Hall, longtime listeners, those of you who are students at Liberty First University and have had my class on the history of the Constitution, Prince Harry, in an interview, like sitting down and talking to someone, says the First Amendment is bonkers. Now, I w- you, you see what I wrote. What? British monarchy yeah. not respecting the inherent rights of the people? That's never happened. Yeah, what else is new? Come on. When would you, when would you ever expect a British prince to say, oh, yeah, those rights of the people, those are awesome things. So glad so many of my ancestors were slaughtered and hung and beheaded because uh, they were trying to take those rights from people. Not great day in heaven. (laughs) So this is our history moment for the day. This is so you got to see. So you got to see what um, Prince Harry thinks, right? So I, I didn't actually design it like this, but this is what we're going to do. Here's Prince Harry mocking the First Amendment. Here is, oh, <laughs> John says he's a British princess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, living in the hard life in his mansion in California. Yeah. When has this man ever done an actual honest days of labor? Probably never. I mean, how can you even have any response how how can you anybody respect anything that you have to say when your entire existence 
is based on fleecing people of their money. I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. Anyway, so here's British monarchy and here's the people who fought them, <laughs> right? Here's Mercy Otis Warren. Here's our moment in history from today. Uh, Mercy Otis Warren, this is actually, I will tell you that this is actually a, a paraphrase of Mercy's text that I fit, that I paraphrased so it would be a little bit easier to say, understand because, you know, Mercy's a whole lot smarter than British monarchy. Her, her vocabulary goes a little bit beyond the word bonkers. <laughs> and so what I had to do was sort of bring it down to 21st century for us. And she says, you are suffering from a habit of obedience, revolt from the comfort of servitude. That's what I would say to these people. <laughs> To David Hogg and to Nancy Nincompoop. <laughs> you are suffering from the habit of obedience, revolt from the comfort of servitude. And then, you know, I mean, you guys can see this. How many of you guys show me hands are on, on Instagram? You guys know how to find me on Instagram. I am chrisann.hall on Instagram. By the way, you need to follow JC on Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. um, he is JC Hall Global. I think he does that to scare people. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists. Hey, Twitch in the house. Glad to see Twitch in the house. Um, we like our Twitch followers. We're growing on Twitch, which is a good thing. But I bet, I bet Prince Harry would love for us to be obedient in our servitude. That would that would be a great thing. Hey, speaking about shedding off the bondage of servitude, more and more across the country, our states are ratifying uh, pro-life laws. Um, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed into law a law banning abortions after six weeks with no exceptions for rape or incest. And so what we're seeing is a trend of the states standing up and saying, we are not ruled by the Supreme Court. We are not ruled by Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade is a court opinion that does not bind us because our name's not Roe and our name's not Wade. So guess what? We're going to make our laws and we don't have to obey the Supreme Court. You know what's crazy, Sonny? What's that? We just went on a trip to Tallahassee. I should pull. Oh, I I forgot to show the oh, pictures. Yeah, you of never JC. showed the pictures. Yeah. So let me go back here and and I will show everybody while I'm still doing this. Um, maybe there. I will show everybody when the pictures from Tallahassee that. <laughs> oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So I will show everybody the pictures from Tallahassee because we just went to Tallahassee. This is our River School of Government group. We went to Tallahassee to be in, in, involved with a rally. Tallahassee is the state capital of Florida, if you don't know that. A busload of our River School of Government students going to the state capital. Wow. You didn't get to go with us. I did not get to go. But I've been to the state capitol. Yeah. I went there once. 
And we were talking about a piece of legislation that is unconstitutional. Look at that. Not unconstitutional from a U.S. Constitution perspective, but from a um, state constitution perspective. This is John Stenberger, and he was the guy who organized the event. Here, I I was, they surprised me and had me speak. And Chris Ann gave a five-minute speech. That was pretty much a miracle right then and there. I wonder if that's available on the news somewhere. There's (laughs) some more of our bus group there and the more of our bus group there. But did you wrap up in five minutes or did like a big like shepherd's crook just come out and pull you away (laughs) after five minutes? No, I actually wrapped up in five minutes. I did it. I did it. It was pretty amazing. I was pretty proud of myself. And so we went to Tallahassee to uh, get involved at the state and local level because our legislators are trying to pass a law that is completely contrary to the Florida Constitution. And you know what their motivation is, uh, Sonny? What's that? Money. Money? I already knew because that's everyone's motivation for everything. So I I caught myself. I'm sure it's money. So... Like gambling or hate gambling, this is not about whether you like gambling or hate gambling. This is about the fact that in 2018, the people of Florida said that in order for new gambling to uh, new gambling places to open in Florida, there has to be a vote by the people. It was a properly ratified constitutional amendment. And so the people said no more casinos, no more gambling in Florida unless we have a direct say about it. Well, the legislators are now trying to pass a law, pass some legislation to open up new gambling in Florida, contrary to the Constitution of Florida. Now, my problem with this is, obviously, Contrary to the Constitution of Florida. Mm -hmm. And our legislators can't be just running around doing what they want because they don't like the Constitution. That's a really bad habit. So you don't like the constitutional amendment. You think there should be voting without or there should be gambling without voting of the people. That's fine. Change the Constitution. Don't allow the legislators to write laws that are contrary to the Constitution. Because that sets up a really bad habit of legislators ignoring the Constitution. That's how that works. So anyway, um, we have states that are standing up and saying, guess what? We're not going to follow the Supreme Court. We're going to preserve life. And we're going to protect life. Now, Sonny, this is how Tallahassee came up. Our legislators in Tallahassee are trying to pass legislation contrary to the Constitution of Florida because of money. But we have a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and a Republican governor, and we can't get pro-life legislation passed. Well, So they'll violate the state constitution for money from gambling, Makes you wonder if they're actually Republicans. And won't even, they won't, some of these bills, like the bill that that, uh, Texas Governor Abbott signed, Mm -hmm. that same bill died 
in house committee in Florida. They wouldn't even allow it to come to a full vote. Mm, it's a little suspicious, honestly. It's Welcome. pretty pretty suspicious if you ask me. Well, they they claim they're Republicans, right? Well, are they? But every 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 time they run for office, they campaign on a pro-life platform. Maybe they just think Republicans are stupid. They fund on a pro-life platform. Do you know how much money they get running on a pro-life platform? And then they don't even vote that way. And then they can't even... Greg, Greg Abbott, of all people. Greg Abbott is not a strong states rights kind of guy. And here he's stepping up, signing a law, preserving life. And our legislators are too busy trying to get gambling casinos in Florida. They won't preserve life. That stuff really ticks me off. I don't know about you, but it really ticks me off. I just, whatever. That's where we are. Um, our big story today comes from the Supreme Court. We're going to talk about that. But before that, we're going to talk about this new commission that the House of Representatives is trying to push forward and the Senate Republicans are not for, okay? So uh, Senate Republican McCarthy won't support January 6th commission and sides with Republicans downplaying the insurrection. Isn't that a nice little play on words by CNN? Downplaying the insurrection <laughs> because they won't support the January 6th commission. I don't think those two things mean the same thing. Because the commission, who's, in, who's Nancy Pelosi is in charge of all of this, the commission only wants to investigate who you think. Um, they probably just want to investigate... Who's the big bad orange guy? Uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. They only want to investigate Trump supporters. McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, even Mitch McConnell, right? Even Mitch McConnell is not in favor of this. But they want they're opposing this because they want the the commission to also investigate BLM to investigate Antifa and their role in January 6th. But the commission's like, no, no, orange man, bad. People who like orange man, bad. We need mm -hmm. to, we need to silence them. And so it's all about bad orange man. Orange man, bad. Did you go January 6th? Did I go January 6th? Uh -huh, to the Capitol. Um, no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Even if you were there, that would be your answer. No, absolutely no. Well, not. I was about to say, yeah, I was there and like make up some story. And then I was like, no, because I don't want the FBI coming to my door asking me about it. Because yeah. I was not there. <laughs> I was not there. Sunny was not, not there. When you saw her singing God Bless America, that was not at the state capitol. No. That was in Tampa on a church platform. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Miss Sonny Shaw, <laughs> I'm with the FBI. Sorry, nobody's Nobody's home. here. <laughs> she moved. <laughs> nobody's here. We don't know who Sonny is. Never met her. Bye. So here's the thing, right? 
I just I just want to do this really quick because I just like picking on K Prince Harry. So Prince Harry would be in favor of the January 6th commission because it is in the history of princes mm -hmm. for the king to set up commissions to investigate themselves. And that's basically what this is. It's about the government creating an investigation to investigate the government's mm -hmm. non-role in all of this. I mean, we got videos now of people who are being like, come on in. I mean, you got the Capitol Guards going, come in, come in. We want you to come in. Like a fake investigation. It's, no, they're every... Every congressional hearing is a fake investigation. It's like that one guy. I'm so sorry. The one king who killed his brother. Uh-huh. And then uh -huh. it's actually investigated yeah. himself. That's King Henry. So the that first. he would look like he he was like, oh well, yeah. I want to be investigated. King Henry the first, a an a distant ancestor of King of Prince Harry. Runs in the family, I guess. Runs in the family. Yeah. So Henry was accused of conspiring to murder his brother, William II, and to, to, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? To, uh, get him out of trouble. Mm -hmm. There was a word that was not coming to mind. To get him out of trouble, he decided to convene what he called a grand tribunal. And he picked three people to investigate him to determine whether he was guilty for the death of his brother. And the tribunal of people that he chose, what was their verdict, Sonny? Not guilty. Innocent. Duh. Yes. If yes. you're going to pick the people who investigate you. Right. If I'm being investigated, I would want to pick the three people as well. Well, now what McCarthy is saying is Nancy Pelosi will be picking the commission. Oh, great. And so since Nancy Pelosi is picking the commission, it's going to be guilty, guilty, guilty against anybody who was holding a Trump sign and guilty, guilty, guilty against Trump. And mm -hmm. that's it. So this is this is just another another fake hearing to waste our tax dollars, by the way, you're going to be paying for this. You will pay for this commission to investigate what's going on in America. So let's get to the Supreme Court because it was a miracle, Sonny. It was an absolute miracle. What happened on May 17th? On May 17th, the Supreme Court of the United States issued a nine to zero, a unanimous opinion that the doctrine of what, what they call, uh, in, in the word just slipped out of my head, the doctrine of, uh, where is it? Community caretaking. The doctrine of community caretaking does not give a police officer carte blanche to go and search and seize in someone's home and take their guns. Mm. Now, I want you to see why this is an this is absolutely a miracle, a 90 miracle. And this is why. Number 1, 
the issue is the Fourth Amendment. And the Fourth Amendment is the, probably, whether we realize it or not, the most abused liberty of the people in the Bill of Rights. The Supreme Court, just the very thought that that they say this is an exception. They call this an exception to the Fourth Amendment, community caretaking. You know what, Sonny? I should probably go ahead and put the Fourth Amendment up there so we can look at the Fourth Amendment. All right. And see if we can find any of those exceptions that they're talking about. All right. All right. So here we go. Here is the Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrant shall issue, but based upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Now, there's a magic word in there. And I don't know if you remember it from the class. I don't want to put you on spot. <laughs> but it's only got three letters, and it's the, probably one of the most important words in that text. Raise your hand in our chat room if you know what that is. It's only a three-letter word? It's only a three-letter word. Um, is it? And. Oh, I thought it was but. But. <laughs> yep, no. So what you have to understand from a reading of the Fourth Amendment is, number one, you are not free from all searches and seizures. You're only free from unreasonable searches and seizures. So that means that a reasonable search and seizure is one that you submit to, mm -hmm. right? So what happens then is you have all of these lawyers and pundits and government agents who say, okay, well, what is a reasonable search and seizure? And they convene these think tanks and lawyers get together and judges and politicians, and they all try to decide what is reasonable. Mm -hmm. And they came up with a legal definition of what is reasonable. And the legal definition of what is reasonable in a search and seizure is what a reasonable officer would find reasonable under reasonable circumstances. All right. I don't know about you, Sonny, but I was taught in school that you're not supposed to define the word with the word. Mm, nope. I so you're younger that. than me. Did they still teach that? Yeah, they definitely taught okay. that when All I was right. there. Yeah. So what I want you, the educated Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal listener, to know is that the definition of reasonable is in the text of a Fourth Amendment. So here it is. Warrant, number one. Mm -hmm. To have a reasonable search and seizure, there must be a warrant that is based upon probable cause, that is subject to due process, oath or affirmation, which particularly describes the place to be searched and particularly describes the persons or things to be seized. And because there's this word and in here, not or, mm -hmm. and, what that means is, and what the drafters of the Fourth Amendment meant when they wrote it and ratified it into law, is that 
all five have to be present at the same time. All five, all five, because that word is and and not or. Not, not three out of five, not four out of five, not even four and a half out of five. All five have to be present. Now, I'm, I'm, JC is usually my grammar mm-hmm. yes, yes. guy here, right? But I'm thinking this isn't too difficult, is it? No, it seems pretty straightforward. So what is this little punctuation thing here? That's a period. And what exactly does a period mean? It means the sentence is over. It does, doesn't it? I was just looking for Jerry. I'm not testing you. I'm looking for, for vindication and verification, right? No, no, right? it means it's the end of the sentence. So this is not a comma. Nope. So what's after this? Nothing. Nothing. You mean it doesn't say comma unless it's a matter of national security? Nope. Uh, comma unless there's a community safety need? No, nope, I don't see that. How about exigent circumstance nope no so sunny do yes. you see any exceptions in there within the fourth amendment i do not i will say there's actually one exception the exception is a reasonable search and seizure right mm-hmm. that is the only exception to your right to be secure in your person's house's papers and effects is a reasonable search and seizure. If it is a reasonable search and seizure, then your right to be secure in your person's house's papers and effects is satisfied because due process is there. So there you have it. And now what we have is the Supreme Court declaring, now they didn't declare that the, uh, what, what they call it, the community caretaking standard they call it the community caretaking exception, uh, is actually not an exception. Okay. So they're still going to uphold the community caretaking exception. What does that mean? Community caretaking means if an officer hears, happens to be walking past a house and hears somebody screaming, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Please stop beating me. Stop beating me. Ah, you're killing me. You're killing me. The community caretaking exception would say that the officer has a duty to go into that house and save those people or that person that's screaming. That's the justification for the community caretaking exception. But what they've done is they've, they've just totally expanded that to say, um, okay, if I think maybe sometime in the future you might use a gun to hurt somebody, uh, I'm going to come into your house and take it. And so that's the case in this case. Now, what happened in this case was the, let me get to the, the thing here. All right. So during an argument with his wife at their Rhode Island home, Edward Caniglia, retrieved a handgun from the bedroom, put it on the dining room table, and asked his wife to, quote, shoot him now and get it over with. All right. <laughs> I imagine this is a Rhode Island. All right. Shoot me. Shoot me now and get it over with. Mm. She declined, the court <laughs> case says, and instead left to spend the night at a hotel. I probably would have too. <laughs> the next morning, when the petitioner's wife discovered that she could not reach him by telephone, 
She called the police to request a welfare check. Now, this is, falls into that whole little caretaker exception thing, right? Mm -hmm. Respondents accompanied petitioner's wife to the home. So she went to the home with them where they encountered the petitioner on the porch, Mr. Coniglia. And then the law enforcement spoke with the, uh, or, or no, Coniglia spoke with law enforcement and confirmed his wife's account of the argument, but denied that he was suicidal. The law enforcement, however, thought that the petitioner posed a risk to himself or others, called an ambulance, and Mr. Coniglia agreed to go to the hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. So far, everything that we have is consensual, mm -hmm. right? But only after the police allegedly promised not to confiscate his firearms, Mm -hmm. right? So he's like, all right, all right, I'll go, but you can't take my guns. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay. Well, that's not what they did. They actually told his wife that Mr. Coniglia said they could go in and take his guns. They went into the house under the community caretaking exception, said they didn't need a warrant, and confiscated his firearms. Mm -hmm. And so let's just summarize. The police showed up on a consensual visit, lied to the guy about not taking his guns, talked him into committing himself to a mental institution, lied to his wife that his that her husband said they could take the guns, and then went inside without their his consent and took his guns. And they tried to say, we had an authority to do that because of the caretaker exception. And in a 9-0 decision, totally unanimous, I mean, I'm telling you, even under those facts, it's a miracle. Wow. All nine. All nine said, no, you can't lie to somebody and then take their guns without a warrant. Now, for those of you in the chat room who are asking about red flag laws, um then you should understand that Justice Alito uh, wrote a concurrence and went out of his way to make sure that we understood that the Supreme Court, in this opinion, was not making any judgment on red flag laws, which is appropriate because this really wasn't about, well, I guess maybe it was, I don't know. They didn't challenge the red flag law aspect of this. So because the red flag law was not challenged, the courts can't issue any opinions on red flag laws. So maybe this was easier for a 9-0 for them because they didn't have to come against gun laws. Maybe. But it's a miracle because, number one, they didn't support an extra exception to the Fourth Amendment. It is a double miracle because they actually had to render an opinion to give a guy his guns back. I mean, I don't even know who kidnapped Alina Kagan and Sotomayor for them to be on board for this. I I don't get this. They would find anything they could possibly do to take guns from people. 
but here we are. I just, poor people, shoot me and get it over with. Maybe that's why you wanted to go to the mental institution because it was to just get, get away, away from a little vacation, <laughs> a little vacation from his wife. Shoot me. I don't know. He was probably just being dramatic. I don't know. Well, even so, where where is the the community caretaker should stop right then and there when he says, no, I'm not crazy. I'm not going anywhere. The wife is there. The, if if she wanted if she was worried about it, they wouldn't have had to lie to her to get the guns. Yeah. Because she'd have been like, oh, you can take them. Because in a in a house with married people, all the property is married is is shared by marriage. It's called community property. True. So she wanted to hand over those guns. She would have done it. She would have done it. I don't know. I just Rhode Island. Come on, guys. But anyway, that's the big news for today. That's the exciting news for today. Well, Rhode Island's not that big, so it sucks. Probably the whole state found out their business. Oh, yeah. They're probably so embarrassed. A welfare check. So please understand now that this community overreach excuse has just a little bit of a pinch to it now. Uh, the Supreme Court has said no, and we'll see what happens. Because remember, the Supreme Court has no force. So their opinions are just opinions. Oh, I wanted to do this. Look at this. Uh, there we go. Here, I'm going to put this back up on the screen. This is actually the Supreme Court. This is, if you were to look this up, Sonny. Mm hmm this is exactly what you would find as issued by the Supreme Court. And I just want to I just want to point out what is that magic word there? Opinion. Opinion. Does it say ruling? No. Nope. No it does not. Does it say law? No. Nope. No. Nope. It says opinion. So all of you judicial supremacists out there, all of you lawyers, all of you judges, all of you crazy whacked out people who run around talking about how uh, the Supreme Court issued the law of the land or it's like law or you see this all the time. I wonder if I even have it um, here. What does this say? No, no, no. Uh, let me let me look this up. I wanted to find this this uh, thing, the newspaper article that I have here. Uh, oh, we took a whole bunch of stuff after I did that, didn't I? Uh, anyway. Oh, okay. Yep, there we go. Woohoo! Look at that. Are you ready? This is American military news, and what is their headline? Supreme Court rules. Warrantless home gun confiscation is unconstitutional. Nine to zero. What's that word again, Sonny? Opinion. Opinion. Why can't they? Why? Why? Oh, I'm, I'm going to come up here. <laughs> Too many tabs. Too many tabs going on here. Why can't they possibly just say Supreme Court opines warrantless searches? Would you know what that meant if somebody said opine? I, of course. So what is it so difficult? 
You know, it's another it's safer way in case somebody said they didn't know what opine meant. Held. The Supreme Court held warrantless home gun confiscation is unconstitutional in a nine to zero vote. I wish we could get rid of this, this word right here, rules, mm -hmm. because it creates this mentality that we are ruled by the court, that the courts are our rulers. If somebody rules, does not that make them your ruler? Uh, you would say, sounds like it. A ruler, ha who has the authority to rule? A, ru a ruler? A ruler. I am not ruled by the Supreme Court. So it's an opinion, people, not a rule and not a law. And we're happy for the miracles when they happen, which has got to actually make some people out there uh, really scared because there are a good number of cases that are going to be coming before the Supreme Court that has to do with our guns and our right to keep and bear arms. And if this is going to happen, a 9-0, can I just tell you how crazy that is? I mean, they didn't have to do that because nine to, th or, or, or uh, six to three, it, it still, still would have, yeah, six to three. It was still would have passed. Seven to two. It would have passed. Alina Kagan could have kept her her liberal leftist of the year award with an eight to one. So I'm just wondering how is this even possible that we got a nine zero? So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. You got any closing words for our people today? Well, you never showed the pictures yet of Mr. <gasps> oh, JC. that's right. I didn't. Let's go back and get those pictures because I have them. There we go. <laughs> All right. So I'm obviously in the front in my, my dress. And then here is JC. Look at that cane he's got a it's it's a cane with a blue crystal on the top <laughs> how cool is that i have some more pictures let's see i've got i've got sunny in here somewhere oh there's your R, some rsg there's our uh our students at rsg there look at these beautiful dresses there's our russian friend there's sunny that's me. And of course, I'm the shortest. But I was wearing like four inch heels. And I was wearing Adidas sneakers. And I'm already <laughs> five foot six. Yeah. I know I have some. Oh, there we go. I there know I have this one. There's the whole clan. You guys know Selwyn. Selwyn has been on the show with, Sun with uh, JC before. There's JC with his suspenders, his bow tie, and the cane, and... I had the hat, and we're even with the River Derby horse. And the horse kept falling asleep while people were taking pictures. <laughs> he did. <laughs> they had to keep, like, waking the horse up. Yep, yep, yep. And you should have seen JC walking with that cane. You talk about swag. 
the swagger, man. I'm serious, man. Total swag. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Oh, so you did. Now, do you have any closing statements? Speechless. You guys have I'm no idea speechless. how funny Sunny I'm is all the time. We've got trying to like get her a little bit more comfortable so she can let her snark out more often. Yeah, maybe someday. <laughs> See, I'm just speechless because <laughs> you keep For looking once. at those pictures. I know. I'm speechless. <laughs> For once in my life. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. A little bit of a fun show. A lot to talk about. But we're glad we had you with us. And uh, we will see you again on tomorrow.